In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. You're on a forested hill or mountainside. The echoes of battle and retreating hoofbeats is dying in the soft embrace of evergreen boughs. Your recent enemies have beaten a hasty retreat over the ridge and out of sight. A shimmering wall of forest remains to block the path with a menacing hum. At the east end of the valley's plainlands is a city on the coast of the Great White Sea. Several heavy, broad-beamed ships are moored within the harbor. Their sails are furled, but even so the black and white stripes are evident, and more dark figures swarm over the docks. So we could go from little little grass pat- patches to, you know what I mean, just not, just to try to be avoid, avoid being seen by you know, many, we just kind of like, not... Not deliberately, like, run to each yeah, one, but say, just... if we're going to do that, we should be subtle. Otherwise, it's going to be like, yeah. uh, they look like yeah, they're, they're trying, trying to, to avoid detection. <laughs> you pop back up from your grass cover, and after another ten minutes, uh, you come up over a slight rise. And as you stand there, you see before you a, a larger road and a wagon that appears to be stuck. Its rear axle is buried deep in a muddy rut and a couple of oxen are straining heavily against the yoke. Here, sir, you've been working at this long enough. Let me give it a try. And so she's going to take his position at the yoke. He says something in a language you don't understand. Fantastic. And then he says, Duratsky. Two of the patrol actually drop down from their horses and they go around towards the back of the wagon. And as the leader is talking to Torgovets, He's, he's laughing. He, he looks very personable in his approach. Uh, Womberbash and Farron, from your position in the grass, you can see through. You see that the patrol members are actually rifling through the back of the wagon. They're not even trying to hide the fact that they're taking things off of it. Dratsky looks down at the coins, grunts, nods his head in your direction, and then he says, You must have questions. I work for resistance. Secretly knows we are the hidden knife and we are fighting against these oppressors. I can get into the city because they think me stupid. I am trying to find weaknesses so that we can exploit them. If you will accompany me, we can get in the city and take a look. Hello stackers, welcome back to our table as we begin another episode of Stack of Dice. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Stack of Dice or contact us by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. I'm ready to get going, so let's jump right into it. Thanks for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womber Bash Benson Mom. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Me! The cart rumbles forward. The oxen's head are swaying as they walk. And uh, you approach the gate. And in a low voice to you, Tira, Torgovet says, 
just keep silent. And his voice is loud enough that it carries back to the two of you also, Wamberbash and Farron. There's a stop at the gate, some more guards surrounding the cart, some greedy hands reaching in and taking an item here and there, and Torgovitz merely shrugs, and when he's allowed through, the cart rumbles on. The streets are very crowded here. The buildings, interestingly enough, for the lack of forests across the floor of the valley, the buildings are made almost completely with wood. However, there are gray slate shingles that make the rooftops, and the combination of closely packed houses and buildings and the gray, and it's not exactly a sunny day outside. It's like, I would say, partly cloudy, <laughs> mostly cloudy, uh, makes it feel like a very dark and depressing place. That image, that sentiment is enforced by the fact that there are uh, surly-looking reaver soldiers scattered throughout the city. You pass by them in small knots and clusters. Some come staggering out of buildings laughing drunkenly. Others are chasing people through streets. I mean, you're just seeing a whole slice of what life is like here in your cart ride through the city. Through it all, Torgovets keeps his shoulders square and his eyes down, and then he comes at last to a marketplace where he unlimbers and lets the oxen stand and feed from a, a grain trough. Come closer, if you will. Listen. I will need to continue to play my part here, but what I really need is for the three of you, he glances side to side, to look at some places for me. Can you do that? Of course, just point us in the right direction. My pass is only good for an hour, so you will need to split up. There are four places that I want to check out. I want one of you to go look at the main gate that we just came through. Look for things that would be of interest to us. Strengths, numbers, weaknesses, that sort of thing. Another is the docks, where the ships are moored. There is a barracks close to here in the center of the city. That is what serves as their headquarters. And then finally, there is a prison. If you can give me information on each of these, I will be most indebted to you. I will start my pitch now, if you will confer quickly to figure out what you want to do, and then go about your business. You can bring with you merchandise of mine to sell, as a pretense. But how you go about this is completely up to each of you. And so basically the end result of this is you can each pick one place mm -hmm. that you go to and that will give you insight into a certain part of the city's defenses. And then the fourth one, if there is time, uh, then you can go there at co collaboratively to go check it out. But for, for the first part, you're going to need to spend about 30 minutes uh, at each of your individual locations. I'll take the gate. I was thinking the prison. Well... I was thinking a whole heck of a lot more than just that. I was thinking I would take the gate because uh, it's more of a strategic place, a military location um, that where they control, you know, who goes in and out. But or the barracks, that's going to be military too. That's over by the by the docks, right? The by barracks the is in the middle of town. Yeah, and he also said that's what serves as the headquarters. So you might want to check that out. 
Oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. You said the barracks was in town. It's in town, and he said that that's kind of like their headquarters. So that would also be good. I mean, you can trade with Bash for the gate, mm. but either one of those is going to be a military type setting. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll take the barracks. Okay. So Tira, you're going to go for the prison. Michael, Walmer Bash, gate. you're going to go for the gate, and Farron is going to go for the barracks. Why don't we roll highest number, straight number on a 20-sider. We'll go, go first. Not 20. Great. One. 20. Oh, wow. good. Roll. I might have to go first. <laughs> roll off. 16. Yes. Six. <laughs> okay. Farron, <laughs> then Tira, then Womberbash. What, what, what can I sell at the gate? Does he have, like, bread? Does he have apples? Uh, what, are we, what are we talking there's about? He always thinks of food. <laughs> there's, what kind of food? There's a mix He's of food. He's going to eat it on his way over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything. Okay, don't take food, Bash. There's food, uh, and there's also bolts of cloth. And I don't think soldiers at the gate, though. I, I th- I'm, I'm thinking the food part would be yeah. like if I'm selling an apple or a piece of bread or something. Well, and what am I going to do with bolts of cloth at a prison? Well, you're a I woman, know. so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Are you still, you're still playing into your kid. That's the only thing when I was thinking, Who why? Who said I was we... planning to play into the fact that I look like a kid? Well, you're still dressed like one. I'm not dressed. She's not dressed like a kid. Like a kid. I mean, you're dressed like a villager, but you're short, and there aren't a lot of. um, I'm imagining there aren't a lot of dwarves hanging around here. There aren't, but I mean, I'm not even sure. I haven't even decided on my approach. Who says I'm going to walk up to the front door and be like, "Hey, can I come in there?" Tira might do something else. Let me inject something. There is also hardware on the wagon, so if that Hmm. plays into your decision on what to bring with you. Soldiers on a on a wall would like maybe ha- be interested in a snack or something to eat. So I'm yes. thinking like maybe not baguettes, not that big, but just small <laughs> like loaves of bread or something like that. Okay, maybe. there are some sausages. Okay, and okay. it is like I said, it's a rather chilly day, especially with the wind coming off the sea. And uh, you did pass; you saw a fire on the way in there at the gate where the soldiers All were right. warming their hands, so you could attract some custom that way. Okay, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the sausages. Okay. All right, so Wamberbash. We're starting with Farron. Farron. Thank you. I, I needed to know that. <laughs> Good job. <yeah. laughs> Farron, why don't you go ahead and start us off? This is going to be a skill challenge as far as your observation. There are going to be a total of five checks, and your success or failure in these will dictate how much you glean about the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats at each of these locations. So starting off... Um, I have five categories, and go ahead and um, approach the barracks. Uh, let me describe the area just a little bit. Like I said, you're in the marketplace. Torgovets gives you a couple of fairly easy instructions on how to get to the plaza where the barracks is. Once upon a time, it was a place where imperial soldiers were housed. Since the Reaver's army descended on this town, on this city, uh, they have kicked out any sign of imperial presence, and they've taken over the barracks. They have also erected a palisade around the forecourt, basically closing in an area and providing something of a buffer. So you're going to need to maneuver yourself in order to see inside. Um, You're going to have to get close enough where you can actually see in to get some intel on this location. Is that guarded? There are a couple of guards posted out front. There's uh, not really a guard shack you know, like those standing boxes at the at Buckingham Palace. But I mean, I can't just walk through the palace. You cannot just walk area. through. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a small gate, 
and a, a booth on either side. Okay. And you said I had food. And what else did you say? In the cart, there is cloth, there is food, and there is hardware like uh, hammers, nails, various tools and things. All right. So I'm going to bring food and some hardware with me. Okay. The nature of the food and the hardware I'll leave up to you to adapt to the situation. How's that? Okay. All right. Following Torgovet's instructions, you make your way to the plaza where the barracks is located. And there you see two guards standing tall in their booths on either side of the gate. Behind is the wooden structure of the barracks. It rises two stories tall. It has an elaborate wooden shingled onion dome on top. There are traces where once there had been um, bronze or copper colored metal shingles up there, but over time, the, the shingles have been replaced by, by less expensive materials. Okay. Uh, I'm envisioning that I can't see from the floor up, right, because of the palisade Yeah, area the palisade is about around. eight feet wall. Mm-hmm. So about I'm only seeing the tall. top, that roof, basically, that yes. you just described. Yeah. Every now and then you see a figure flip by a window upstairs. There, so somebody's inside and there's movement. So how, how, how many stories is the barracks? Two. Two. Okay. I'm going to approach uh, the guard or guards. One at, guard on either side. Okay. Yeah. I approach the, the guards at the entrance of the Palisade area um, with my basket of wares. Okay. Um, and I'll say that Torgovets has given you a little like a sash, a, oh, a sash okay. or something so that you, you look like one of his helpers. Okay. All right. And I'm also going to say... <laughs> <laughs> that he's uh, advised us on how to approach people because I don't know what kind of rules there would be with selling merchandise in the city. So, I mean, whatever. I'm not. So, what I'm basically saying is that they're not going to suspect anything by the way that I speak to them. So, I approach them and say, What, what time of day is it? Morning? Morning. Good morning. Um, how are you doing today? The guards look at each other, surprised. She's speaking our language. Uh, can I interest you in in any of my wares today? I have uh, some sausages uh, for the men who might be uh, tiresome, and some some uh, hardware that you can use to maybe repair your your uh, I don't know your weapons or okay. Oh, yeah. What Machines. Do you the shingles were like falling apart or something. Yeah. Oh. So with a skill challenge, uh, you need to identify. So that's a good spiel okay. to start with. Uh, you need to identify something in your list there. Oh, the, yes, like a persuasion yeah, yeah. or something. Or a performance. Mm. Uh, okay. Something along those lines. And then you'll roll. And I have a DC set, a DC of 15. Okay. Do you guys know why I have a plus four next to charisma for one hour? And is that still an effect? Uh, if it's has only it for been, an hour. Has it been an hour? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I don't ever know how much time passes in this world. Oh, yeah. welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that, yeah. So yeah. never mind that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking here. What, what applies to what? Hmm. Yeah. You have full choice of any of those skills. Yeah. My charisma, there's no modifier on that. So I hate that. Um. How's your dexterity? A dexterity is good. It's three. 
A modifier is three. But what? Okay, so what's under why? I'm I'm just trying to think why you would say that. I don't know. I'm just trying to get you to look at where you're strong. Why do you say the things that you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm stealthy with dexterity. Well, you've already walked up to them and given them a whole sales pitch. Yes. I think stealth is out. <laughs> right, but I can stealthily do something else while they're looking at my stuff. That's very true. You could. Um, Look, a flying sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Fetch! <laughs> can I do a stealth check to, to get more information or to peer in bes- behind them while they're looking at my stuff? Or uh, So we could do a... A stealth check where you're basically distracting them with the things in your basket while you peer behind them. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Through the gate. Okay, that's what I want to do. And roll. Oh. Uh, 16. Plus? So 19. That's great. What are you pointing out in your basket? I think they're more interested in the food because they've been standing there for a yeah, while. Yeah, they've probably been outside for at least an hour. And so standing still in front of a gate for that long... Uh, is doubly uncomfortable. So they are leaning over, looking for anything hot in the basket. And uh, as they're doing that, you shift the basket off to your hip, and so they continue to follow it. And as they lean further over that way, you're looking over them. So you are able to determine, you see signs with a quick count of the windows upstairs and looking into the courtyard. Your estimate is that there are about 30 guards present in this place. You see some people training. You see some people going from door to door in the courtyard. Uh, In the windows upstairs, you see several officers moving around. So you're going to estimate about 10 officers and 30 guards in this barracks. So your first check was a success. Good job. You have four more to go. Okay, so I'm doing another one now? Yep. Oh my gosh, one right after the other? Yep. You're going to do all five here. This is how your turn is going to go. Let's speed this up a little bit, shall we? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so just go on right into another check, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So what are you going to do this time? As with previous skill challenges, uh, you're not going to be able to use stealth again. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to persuade them. Okay. Use persuasion uh, to let me walk in to, to offer food to the, to the guys inside. Great. Great. I like it. So what are you going to say to them? Uh, let me in. <laughs> that's not persuasive. That's intimidating. Yeah, I'm not really good at this. Uh, let's see. Um, wouldn't you think the rest of your men would like some as well? May I? Okay, go for it. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. That is a three. <laughs> like, flat three. Orders are orders. We can't No, actually, let... wait, it's a seven, but yeah. We can't let anyone in. I see. No worries. Um, so on to my next check. You've also... Oh, no, I can't help you. Yeah, Go you, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the reason I isolated you. <laughs> okay, so can I draw upon... Can I use insight to draw upon my knowledge as a... A soldier to kind of like know something about some of the weapons they might be making and and use that to say, okay, well, looks like your whatever you're using could use some uh, repairs or modifications. I have such. Let's simplify it a bit and say that your this check is going to look for weaknesses. Okay. And uh, and so I will, if you are successful, I will reveal some weaknesses to you. 
All right, so... Okay, that would be a 19 plus. Okay, that's good. Okay. (laughs) All right. I just love it when the rules actually match up with what your natural skill set is. It always feels so odd when you are, you know, like the paper says, you are a... um, Stone cutting. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like like she is a soldier. Here she's at a barracks looking for weaknesses and she'd roll, you know, a two. That doesn't match, you know. It's like it it kind of stinks that you have to go with the rules on that because like, but I am a soldier. I would notice stuff. All right. So the key things that your soldier's eye catches as weaknesses in the barracks setup is that there is so much wood here. And in spite of its proximity to the water, the wood looks like it's ready to catch fire. There is also a lot of discontentment in the city. You see a lot of disapproving glances of passers-by as they go by the barracks. Some of them even recoil or cast spiteful glances in the direction of the guards as you're chatting with them. And then finally, a scent comes to you and you realize there is some kind of sewer entrance nearby that could very likely provide access into the barracks. So your weaknesses check was a success. What number was that? That was number three. three. And how many does she have? Five. Five. Next comes the opportunities check. We're doing a SWOT analysis. Right. <laughs> um. I can see you, in spite of not being allowed access, you're still craning your neck trying to peer through the gate as you do this. Right. And so they're trying vainly to screen you from seeing what's beyond. Not rudely. They're they're just keeping you at a slight distance from the gate. Okay. I want... I don't know if you'll... Where this is going to go, but I was going to try it. Uh, looks like your roof could use a bit of repair. Would you like me to take a closer look? I'm very skilled. And what is this, persuasion? Um, this is animal handling. Well, <laughs> I didn't know if you were just going to go with the conversation. No, and then I, I want an underlying skill. Or, no. Okay. Everything has to be underlined with the skill. Okay. Yes. Um, what were you saying I could use? Persuasion. Persuasion to persuade them to let you in and look at the roof. Or intimidate. So that's what I just used was persuasion. You used insight. So far you've used... I thought I used stealth, persuasion, and insight. What did you... Was it persuasion for the second one? Uh, to could... try to let them in to sell the food. Yeah. Remember that okay. was, that uh, was I, I didn't know that was persuasion. Okay. So you're going to try intimidation then? <laughs> I always think of intimidation as being like such a forceful thing. I'm not trying to be But you don't forceful. have to intimidate by being forceful. You could intimidate by implying risk. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like if you don't right. get that thing fixed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with intimidation then. Um, and then to add to what I just said, uh-huh. say, uh, you don't want that roof to cave in. I, there's a lot of snow in this area. It's very easy to, to collapse. They turn to look up at the roof as you roll. No! (laughs) And they're like, it's fine. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) It'll last another season. (laughs) Should I use my inspiration? It's up to you. I mean, you can. Yeah. You have one more check aside from this also. Yeah. Did you really need to get in there? I don't know. I mean... If you listen, if you aren't able to get to that gate, you're going to have to crawl through the sewers. I would use that inspiration if I were you. Because you can't get in the front gate. He what just am said, I gonna, Okay, okay. He I'll just do said it. you smell a sewer it. entrance nearby. I'll do it. What the heck? Uh, there. Okay. What do you add though? Twelve. <laughs> nothing. Plus. Wait, I do use intimidation. Uh, intimidation. Charisma. Twelve plus nothing. Yep. 
And you have zero for charisma bonus. Correct. I do. Yeah, that's a whammy. That's a fail. The guards look up at the roof and they look back at you and they shrug. It's not our problem. If the officers want something done, they'll contract it. I tear my villager clothes and grab my sword and <laughs> slice their necks. Oh, I thought you were trying to use a conception check. I'm like, oh, but- <laughs> That was performance. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let me just cross off intimidation. Can't use that. And uh, your inspiration is gone too. My inspiration is gone. I have no what a waste. Inspiration. I use acrobatics and jump over their heads into the. <laughs> um, yeah, the last check will look for threats in the area. Looks like Wamrabash is going to be going in the next episode. <laughs> uh, shut up! Um, so sorry. No, it, it's a lot to take. I in. wonder if Are I could do um, investigation. Sure. I, I just don't know if they'll allow it. I'm just going to, yeah, investigation. Okay. I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to thank them for their business today and then kind of mosey around and look around and kind of investigate any other exterior. Um, okay. That sounds good. Uh, so you're, you're, I can see you moving further back from the gate and taking it all in from a distance, a slight distance, maybe calling, yeah. maybe calling out a couple times to, uh, to pretend to sell more, but as uh, I walk around, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I really want to kind of get, if I can, get around to the back somehow uh, as well. The barracks is built into other buildings. Like I said, it's oh, very it's- densely packed here. However, um, by by moving to different vantage points, maybe moving up onto a platform over here, or you can peer in in ways that you wouldn't be able to right next to the yeah. gate. Yeah, I'm trying to see also where this sewer line is leading as well to see it. Yeah, that's... that won't be visible from okay. above ground. All right. Well, just I'm investigating. Nine plus. Uh, ten. I'm terrible. No, that's the rules. Okay, um, so you're not really able to glean much more. And so you make your way back to where Torgovets is selling his wares back in the main market square. Meredith, you are next. Uh, so the prison is a little south of where the marketplace is. Uh, there's a bit of winding to get to it. It is a heavy stone building, which is unusual in this city of mostly wood. Uh, and obviously it's made that way for security. Uh, so you're standing outside again. There's maybe a guard or two outside. Oh, well, before I okay, so before I get there, what is left in the cart that I could take? It's more of the same. Okay. So those what are the three types key of items. hardware. Did you say? I'm going to leave that up to you. You can adapt that to the situation. All right. Um, so Tira is going to take a little bit of all three things. Okay. The largest bolt of fabric. Um, what color is it? Gray. Uh, a few of the sausages and dried fruits. And then, um, let's see. Is, is the prison visible from like where I'm standing by the cart? Can I at least see it's, I can't see that it's a stone no. building. It's the, the buildings are too crowded in around this, okay. the marketplace and it's on a separate street. I see. All right. So yeah, the bolt of gray fabric, some sausages and dried fruits and... Some uh, spike nails, I suppose, and hammers. 
I'm picturing them as being very roughly hewn, just like metal spike nails. Yeah. And like miniature sledgehammer type hammers. Okay. All right. So you've got your gear, you pile it into a little basket, mm-hmm. and you trudge off towards the prison. Okay. The prison itself seems to be in wonderful shape at first glance. The stone is heavy. Uh, it's obviously been quarried from fairly nearby. It looks a lot like the stone of the mountains that you came from. Uh, although to your critical eye, there are some things that leap out to you, but that will come with further checks. Mm-hmm. As I said, there's a guard or two outside the door, but they, they tend to drift in and out of the building um, as the weather gets too uncomfortable for them. Uh, otherwise, it is just basically a street entrance to the prison. Presumably, the prison cells would be in the basement, although there may be some other things going on upstairs. And I'll leave it to you to start. Okay. First um, check is for the number of enemies in the area. Okay. All right. Um, so as I approach the street entrance door, are the guards currently inside or outside the door? One is in, one is out. Okay. Um, I will approach the one outside the door with, uh, all right, well, I guess I will do a perception check to see if there are others. I mean, or can I just look up and see, are there, are they like stationed around the... No, there are two guards posted in the general outside area, but there's probably more inside. Or, hmm... And there's more to perception than just seeing. You can, right. you can hear comments and things. So Right. Uh, as a perception check, I guess, um, when I approach the front door guard and I will ask, good day to you. That's not a question. <laughs> I will good say good day to you. Good day to you or to me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll say... Uh, Good day to you, and I'm trying to, I don't know, sound folksy, I guess, like I belong. I don't want to sound as commanding as Tira would ordinarily speak just yet. Would you or your fellows be interested in examining an old, well, not, they don't look old, though, a peddler woman's wares? And she's hoping that, I guess, with the perception, is going to get an idea of how many okay. might come. Nope. Okay. Roll. Nope. <laughs> Not even going to tell you what I rolled. He looks down at the basket, kind of curls his lip and looks at you and says, nah. All right, what's the next one supposed to be ascertained? Strengths. Strengths of this area. Right. All right. So um, I'll move aside. So he said he already looked into the basket. So then moving, indicating, especially the, the, uh, the bolt of fabric and perhaps the hardware. Uh, I am going to use investigation, I suppose. Okay. How are you, or what in particular are you right. investigating? Uh, I'm going to investigate and see if this fortress is too strong to attack from the outside. <laughs> and marrying it with my stone cunning, I don't know what that gets me. But um, Roll with advantage. Okay. To uh, just ascertain the solidness of the fortress. Well, okay, 19 plus stuff. Okay. The upper stories are made of a lighter stone. However, the base of the building seems to be made with something that the dwarves affectionately call ironstone. And so the lower level is extremely hardened against attack. 
And based on the foundation, the thickness of the casements that you see through the bars where the cells apparently are, uh, it's, it's a pretty deep underground part to the building. So no telling how much is down there and uh, no idea just how deep it goes. Okay, so there's no indication of how many floors deep underground. Right. But the upper level, if there's a weakness, it's going to be in that area. It's less strong than the ground level. Yep. Hmm. Now for the weaknesses check. Um, all right. I suppose I will use intimidation. H- having noticed that the guards kind of come in and out, they don't just stay at front. They, they don't stand their ground in front of the building. They kind of, oh, it's colder or it's windy or whatever. Uh, to ascertain how devoted to their posts they are, I suppose. Okay. So I notice your uh, your comrade keeps you. You all keep trading positions. Is there a particular reason? I mean, the, it is fairly harsh conditions out here and. Perhaps your structure isn't as uh, as strong as you would like. All right. Um, 18. That's a success. He grunts and takes perhaps a a more longing look at the fabric, thinking what a nice cloak that would make. And while he's looking at the basket, you do some more looking around, and you see that there is, you don't know that Farron noticed this, but there is a strong sewer smell in the area. And also, as your eyes go over that stone of the building, you do see a lot of crumbling mortar. The proximity to so much wet air is not good for mortar, which is mostly why this this city is built with wood over stone. So that's a success. All right. She notices him looking longingly at the fabric, which actually I'm glad you, because that was one of the reasons why I brought the bolt. I was thinking either talking about prisoners' garments or uh, guards. Uh, yes, harsh conditions in this area I have certainly noticed, and I see you. Um, this this is a this is a wonderful, uh, a heavy weight fabric, um, and and the gray certainly is conducive to camouflage against the stone of this building. It would be excellent for additional protection for your guards and and your associates. Um, let's see, I notice a mortar crumbling. Mm-hmm. Next, what, what am I checking? Yeah. Next is the opportunities check. Opportunity. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so she is going to, I guess, use persuasion to uh, attempt to have him usher her inside to talk to the, the, the warden or the head jailer about the fabrics and what she, because she wants to try and get a look inside. Okay. Yeah. Your pitch to him was an effort to yes. get yourself inside. To persuade him to let me inside. Yep. Luck. Grief. And you can use all three luck I know. points now if you want. All right, one more luck. Okay. Yes. Nineteen plus. Is it luck? I though? think you're it getting inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The guard looks uncertain at first, and then as the breeze blows again stiffly from the water, he huddles his shoulders together and he says, "Get inside. Come with me." What? You step in out of the wind. And even you are grateful for a break from it. And off to the left of the entrance, there is a room, and through it you can hear a voice, a commanding-sounding voice, talking about all those prisoners underground. There must be about 50 to 75 mouths that we have to feed, and where is the food going to come from? We're not taking in enough food from the surrounding communities. So what you gain from that 
is that if you can break in, if the resistance can break in and free these prisoners, they will likely have an increase to the force. So that is an opportunity. And now for your threat check. I'm checking four possible threats to us. Yes. Okay. Continuing with this ruse that she wants to talk to the warden, I guess, I'm assuming that the, the, the guard is leading me in that direction to his room. He's actually brought you just inside the door while he ducks in to see if the officer will see you. All right. So you're just kind of standing there in the foyer. All right. Um, did you say foyer? I did not. Oh, okay. Where did you say? You I said where? foyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Americanized. I, I, I literally thought of saying foyer. For some reason, that's actually what I heard. That's because I'm old, I guess. <laughs> that's what you want to hear. So I am currently standing alone. Yes. All right. Um, you're still with an eye shot. Right. But I, I'm not like you're not being attended. personally guarded, attended. Okay. Right. Uh, hmm. His room's off to the left. Is there anything off to the right? Hallway and then other doorways. I don't have long. Um. He turns and starts walking back towards you. Of course. You, I... Having concluded his conversation. All right. Um, and will the warden see me? Would he like to, um, have a look at this wonderful fabric? What do you want to use? And that will dictate his answer. Oh, stink. You could go with performance if you want yeah, to. Yeah, that's, I mean, if that's, if that's what I'm having to use it on, that's the only thing that replies anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Performance. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and roll. <laughs> yep. There's an 18 plus. Great. He says he's interested, but not right now. There's a lot of concerns that he has. We're having problems with... Stuff. <laughs> go ahead. Give her the answer. Yeah. No, t- I, she looks her, yes. Problems with what? We're having problems with our alarm bell. <laughs> Tara's like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. I'll be back in a minute. And then he, his eyes go wide as he realizes he has said too much. However, we have plenty of other backups. Naturally, naturally. And what business is it of mine anyway, an old peddler woman? Well, I appreciate your time. Is there, is there some other time that would be better for me to come back and address the warden? I would hate for him to miss out this opportunity. He says tomorrow. A- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. And she's going to kind of bow serviently. Yeah. And as you leave, uh, you hear the, the officer getting irate. I was going to say, you hear him getting smacked across the face. What's no. wrong with you? No, he says, uh, if anything happens, the prisoners are the first to go. He's saying, he's saying that to me? No. Oh. In his, in his <sighs> room off to the side. Oh, the warden. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the guard that was just talking to me. I'm like, <laughs> I, don't what, like okay. I don't understand what he's saying to me. Okay. Okay. All right. Tira is going to force herself to walk steadily until she believes herself out of sight, and then she's going to run back to the meeting point. All right, we are going to pause the skill checks here. We will start with Womberbash at the main gate next time. And uh, so far, one unsuccessful outing. Uh, basically, I was, I was looking for three out of five successes, and Meredith with Tira had four out of five successes, and it's all about the die roll, so no, no worries there. Good job on your explorations. For the two of you, basically you're going to get, Catherine, you're going to get 10 experience points for your two successes. Meredith, you're going to get 20 experience points for your four successes. So it's five points per success. Like I said, Womberbash uh, is going to kick off next time. And then you will have an opportunity to go for the final position, which I believe is the docks, Mm -hmm. where you'll do a joint skill challenge there to do the assessment. 
So any other experience points through the Norse battle? Ooh. Uh, I, I think we're doing okay. Yeah, I think uh, we got was, all of our benefit yeah. of our stuff with our successes. Okay. So let's get a recap real quick. Ooh, uh, Tira is 20 points into level 12. Hey. Oh, Farron is 96 points into level wow, 11. Wow, so oh. close, so close. All right, good job. I know that's tough. And actually, for every failure you got, it made your next check harder by, by two points. And so your rolls bore that out. However, uh, there's still more to do, and we will follow that up next time. And we hope that you'll join us here, Stackers, right here at Stack of Dice. Oh, buddy. Thanks for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith... <clears throat> Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael... <clears throat> Michael as Womber Bash Benson, Mom. And Catherine as Farron. <laughs>